so cool that you're listening. Eliana, hi. Everyone joining, hello. Thank you for joining. We're working out some technical difficulties with audio. We're back. Sorry about that. Um, Insta or Facebook and YouTube had some technical difficulties, but we're back and I'm ready. We're going to get going. Um, but today's message is titled, Girl, Get Up. And I was reading this week in Luke and it, it, this message just kind of like hit my spirit and, and, and it was more so that this is for someone specific. And so um, if you're listening, whether live or, or the rerun, this message is for you, not you, you. And, and so who's, whoever you are out there, you know, who, if this is for you, then, then listen. And if it's not for you, share this message because it could be for someone out there. Um, it might not be for you, but it could be for someone else. And so share this, but I'm, I'm speaking to you, to you tonight. And, and, and girl, if you need to hear this, if, if you felt spiritually dead tonight and, and today, whenever you're listening is the time that you are going to get up. You're, you're going to get your spirit put back into you and you're going to start moving for the gospel. I'm so excited. Join me in prayer before we get started. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you so much for this opportunity. Father, thank you for, for your love. You are so good. You, you are a God of love. You are love. You are gracious. You are kind. You are loving. I just thank you for being our God. I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for every individual under the sound of my voice. Father, bless them in the name of Jesus. And this individual that I'm speaking to, that they know this message is for them, Lord, touch their hearts tonight. Put their spirit back into them and, and wake them up from, from their sleep, Lord. Um, Holy Spirit, have your way. And I just pray that you move through this live stream, through this video, and through this message. We love you. In your name, amen. Hello, everyone jumping on on Instagram. It's so good to see you. Um, hi, Dax, and hello, everyone on YouTube and Facebook. It's good to have you. All right, I'm going to jump right in, and I'm going to talk about Luke 8. So if you want to join me, I'll be reading from Luke 8, starting in verse 40. And, and in this little passage, uh, verse 40 through... 56. There's two different stories going on here. So there's one where Jesus heals the woman with the issue of blood, but then there's also another story that's in uh surrounds the other one, which is uh Jairus's daughter. And I think it's right people preach on the the faith of the woman who was healed and I, I do want to touch on a few aspects of that story, but I want to I want to really focus on tonight Jairus's daughter being healed, being raised back from the dead and I want to focus and show you what um exactly Jesus had said and, and what was going on and point some uh, deeper things out. So if you have your Bibles, please open them up with me to Luke 8, starting in verse 40. Now, when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue and falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house for he had an, he had an only daughter about 12 years of age and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw... 
that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. While he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear. Only believe and she will be well. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the father and mother of the child. And all were weeping and mourning for her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But but, but taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once. And he directed that something should be given to her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. And, and so tonight, I, I want to encourage you, who, this, you, to get up. Girl, get up and, and start moving. And, and first, so what we see is Jesus is returning, and, and there's a crowd that's following him. And a man named Jairus approaches him and says, Jesus, please, please come to, to my house because I have a daughter and she's ill. And so Jairus falls at Jesus' feet as, as they're walking through this crowd and asks him this. But as that's happening, the woman comes in with the issue of blood. And, and, and to touch on that first, um, a woman who had the discharge spent all of her living on physicians and she could be healed by no one. Um, I just want to hit on that of, of specifically why I'm sharing this message is, is I felt on my spirit that there's some of you women out there, you who are listening, I, you know who you are. You felt dead. You feel dead. You're you're in a slump. You're in. You you feel dead, whether that's physically or, or spiritually, whatever it is. Something's going on in your life, whether it's sickness, illness, depression, anxiety, whatever it is. You feel dead. And I'm trying to tell you today to get up. Get up because Jesus says, you're only sleeping. You're, you're not dead. Get up, child, arise. And, and, and so the first thing I want to hit on, this woman with the issue of blood, she went to physician after physician after physician and no one could heal her. No one could heal her. And yet the moment she touches Jesus, she was healed. So I don't know what kind of illness, I don't know what kind of disease, I don't know what the world or the doctors have, have declared over you, but it doesn't matter. Because no matter how, it doesn't matter how many physicians you go to, it doesn't matter how many specialists you go to, it doesn't matter how many doctors you go to, there's no healer like Jesus. And he can heal anything, anything. No one could heal this woman with an issue of blood for 12 years. No one. And, and yet the moment in an instant healed all completely. And, and so whatever is causing you to feel dead, what's causing you to feel, feel down and in the dumps or preventing you from getting up and taking action, know that Jesus is the healer and, and receive your healing because in um, first Peter or second Peter, I forget which one, but it talks about how by Jesus's stripes, we were healed. We've already received healing. It's ours. We, we have it because of what Jesus did on the cross. So receive your healing. What's ever causing you to stay in the dumps, to stay dead, receive your healing and get up. Receive your healing and get up. Next, uh, she goes, this woman of blood, she, she goes to Jesus, touches him, and he says, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds are surrounding you and pressing in on you. But Jesus said, someone touched me, 
for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And I think for for you listening who feels I'm too dirty to go to Jesus. I'm I'm too unclean to to walk into his presence. I've I'm too screwed up to go to a a spiritual environment. This woman what was bleeding for 12 years and she touched Jesus and was instantly here power left Jesus and healed her. You don't make Jesus dirty. He makes you clean. And you need to know that today that that no matter what what's a what's happened in your life the reason you're feeling dead right now you won't make jesus dirty enter into those spiritual atmospheres get yourself into the spiritual atmospheres come back to jesus because he makes you clean not dirty and he washes that away second jesus is contagious and i want to hit that right the moment she touches him his power is gone. A crowd was following Jesus. Jesus is contagious. And so, girl, get up because because you carrying the presence of Jesus is contagious. People are attracted to it. People want it. What, what, what you can receive, people want. And, and so don't fall back into this slump or, or, or this doubt or this fear that, that you stepping out for Jesus is... is sidetrack i'm like squirrel all the time i just my mind runs in weird places but the other day i was asking these women that i do a small group with what are a first questions you have uh uh, that you feel you have a lack of knowledge in and and then the other one was what do you feel hinders girls your age girls in high school what hinders them for for going all out for jesus because i've seen these girls come into these atmospheres these small groups these revival nights that we have their lives transformed and then a month later they're they're back where they were and it's like they're kind of like still wishy-washy with jesus and yet they encountered something crazy and i have these other girls who this whole summer have been consistently uh getting discipled and they they've changed they look different and they're on fire for jesus i said what's what's the difference and and what what hinders that and one thing was was the like scared or or the uh them being timid of talking about Jesus and talking about their faith. And there's that's fear. And I think the reality is, is because you don't think that what you have can infect places, but it can. People, people pray for, for revival for years and years and years. You carry revival as a child of God. You can see instant results because Jesus is contagious. The moment that the woman stepped out in that faith was healed, it's contagious. There was a crowd. Jairus came to Jesus to heal his daughter because he knew that there was something about Jesus. He's contagious. Next, we're going to keep moving because I want to get to Jairus' daughter. Um, and when the woman saw that she was not hidden. Um, and so I thought that was interesting, right? That, that the woman saw that she was no longer hidden. So she's she was trying to hide getting to Jesus. But the moment she received her healing, she wasn't hidden anymore. Jesus made her known. Jesus' goal isn't just that she was healed, but that she would be known. And, and so for you, like, don't don't hide going to Jesus. He 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 wants people to see the miracle. He wants there, there's such power in that. Don't don't hide. Jesus wasn't just concerned about the healing, also making her numb. Because the moment that that she was healed, she realized she was no longer hidden. And and people were looking because something happened. They they something happened, and so they everyone saw it. Um, and then it goes into daughter, your faith has made you well. And so that the power of faith, it, Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you well go in peace. There's power in moving from curiosity to faith. This, this woman, she started with saying, what, what if I touch Jesus? 
what what if I, I go and, and push through the crowds and, and defy what I'm supposed to be doing? I, she was supposed to be outside city gates. She was considered unclean um, because she was bleeding. Sorry. All right, we're seeing if this worked. Can you hear me? Can you hear the sound? Can you see, hear the audio? I know you probably can on Instagram, but okay, we're back. We're back, uh, YouTube and Facebook. Sorry for those technical difficulties. Uh, we're back in it. Instagram, thank you for holding tight. We're back in it. Um, talking to you about faith. The, the woman with the issue of blood, her faith made her well. Jesus said, because of your faith, it's that's what made you well. So there's power in faith. Moving from curiosity to faith. This, this woman thought, what what happens if if I go touch? What, what if? What if? I don't know. Like, what if I, I defy what I'm supposed to be doing? Push through the crowds and just touch him. I, I know I've been I've been hearing that he's healing people and that he's he he does miracles. So so what if? I don't know. She was curious, but then she goes, no. I have faith that if I only touch his garment, I will be healed. That's that's where the power and the healing starts to operate was when you stop just wondering and pondering. What what if I go to that meeting? What if and say no? I believe in faith that if I go there, if I get laid hands hands laid on me, if, if I receive my healing or whatever it is, that that's where the power is. Move from curiosity into faith. Next, moving into Jairus' daughter. So that's all I really want to touch with the one with the issue of blood. But my title today of Awake Girl, Get Up. Awaken the girl with inside of you comes from Jairus' daughter. So before the woman with the issue of blood came, Jairus went to Jesus and said, My daughter is sick. Please come heal her. Then the woman with the issue of blood, that all happens. And in that time of happening, then someone speaks to Jairus and says, Hey, stop bothering Jesus. Your daughter's died leave it alone stop bothering him like it's over she already died there's no point in praying for healing because she's gone jesus overheard this and said do not fear only believe and she will be well and when he came to the house heal and, and it goes on but do not fear only believe and she will be well fear is what hinders people from believing from moving from curiosity to faith is fear that's what's what's keeping people from, from saying, no, I believe this. I, I truly believe that this is going to happen. I'm not just asking about it anymore. I'm, I'm believing for it in faith. That's fear. And, and so I just, I now I just cut down every, every spirit of fear that's upon you, right? I, I told you at the beginning that I'm, I'm, there's a specific person that I feel like I'm talking to. And, and, and so what fear, I just cut it down right now in your life in the name of Jesus, that, that those questions you've been asking, you've been seeing potentially your potential or, or what could happen, and, but you've just been asking questions. You haven't been going to faith and, and it's because of fear. So I cut that down right now in the name of Jesus. Then Jesus goes to the house and enters it, and all were weeping and mourning. But Jesus said, do not weep, for she's not dead but sleeping. And I love that. And, and that's part of what I want to hit on today is, girl, you're not dead. Jesus says you're just sleeping. You're just sleeping. You're just resting. You're not actually dead. It's it's not over with. It's not over with. And 
I, I just think people people will stop praying the moment they, that like death comes upon it because they they stop believing. It, it's like oh it's it's done it, it's over with, and it's like no. What what if it's not over with? What if that person isn't done yet in their call and in life? And and so you're not done yet. And I firmly believe that right now that the girl you aren't done yet. The Lord's not done with you. He's not done with the call that He's spoken over your life, and and, and He wants you to get up. He He just says she's just sleeping, everybody. She's just sleeping, but watch out because I'm gonna put my spirit back into her. And and in the next verse, when Jesus said she's not dead, she's just sleeping, they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. Girl, there's always gonna be someone in your life laughing at you, telling you that you can't do it, telling you, saying all these lies, speaking death, speaking fear, speaking doubt, whatever it is, there's gonna be someone in your life laughing at you. Because when Jesus says, no, she's got potential, she's there, What? just wait, I'm gonna use her. And these people, and then you start to believe it yourself, but then the people around you laugh. <laughs> that's funny, that's never gonna happen. That That's, you're not gonna move there. Um, you're not going to be used in ministry. You're, you're not going to uh, 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 excel in, in that business. Um, but Jesus says, yes. Yeah. So know that. Know that someone's always going to be laughing at you. It doesn't matter. They're not Jesus. They're, they're not speaking life over you. So, so don't, don't listen to their words. Don't, don't let their, their laughing, their doubt, their, their planting of fear. Because it's, only, it's their fault. It's not, they're not wise in any way. They're, they're idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. They speak that over you because they're probably intimidated. They're probably the ones that have insecurity issues, not you. It, it, it's them. And, and so most of, the, most of the time, in all honesty, the only reason people speak death or, or, or horrible things at you is because they have their own insecurities. They, they've got crap going on in their life and they want to feel better about themselves. And so just brush that off. Just chill. Don't worry about it, girl. There's always going to be someone laughing at you, but... There's always going to be someone fighting for you. And Jesus is fighting for you. He, he says, don't, just don't fear, believe. She's just sleeping. Jesus is always fighting for you. And he's always by your side. If he's given you a call, he's equipped you and he will equip you to do that. And, and he, Jesus, lives inside of you. Holy Spirit is in you and upon you. And, and so you have someone to three the trinity fighting for you and on your side so don't worry about the one insecure hoo-ha who just is it's laughing at you it, it, it doesn't matter below know that jesus is fighting for you by in verse 54 but taking her by the hand he called saying child arise and i love that because because this girl probably had a name and, and we knew her, Jars' daughter. She, she was a girl. She probably she had a name. And yet Jesus says, child, arise. Girl, you are a daughter of the Most High King. And that's your identity first. You're a child. And, and I love that relationship of, uh, of a father and his children. And, and I want to I see fathers, earthly fathers in this world, have that kind of relationship with their children. As the father did, that he's always, Jesus is always fighting for his children. When everyone else is laughing, when everyone else is is putting them down, he's fighting for them. And, and I want to see that with, with fathers here on earth and, and really represent how Jesus cares for his children. And when you've entered into the family of God, you're given that identity as a child. 
a daughter of this or a son of the most high king and, and i think where people sometimes get this get stuck is is they relate their earthly father to their heavenly father girl your i i feel this girl your earthly father is not the heavenly father at all and, and so girls who, who've had fathers who who haven't been good who haven't been a, an example of jesus who who don't know jesus if your dad doesn't believe and he hasn't led your family well that's not the heavenly father that's not what he looks like and so don't relate the two he's different he cares for you he's fighting for you he loves you and, and he's protecting you and, and so that's Jesus's identification of her as child. Next, 55. And when he grabbed her hand and said, child, arise, her spirit returned and she got up at once. And I and, and I just want to encourage you to, to get your spirit back. Awaken the girl that has died inside of you and, and do that by taking the hand of Jesus. That's how, what happened. What was Jesus took her hand and said child arise and so take the hand of jesus take the hand of jesus and get up get your spirit back into you she was she might have might been dead because her spirit wasn't with inside of her but the moment jesus said child arise and grabbed her her spirit returned get your spirit back and if you don't have holy spirit get holy spirit because because it changes your life it, it takes you from dead to life and and, and another thing don't ever tell me that it's over because my God has resurrection power. And so whatever in your life you think is dead, it appears dead and everyone says it's dead. I don't care. My God has resurrection power and he'll do it for you. He's, he's, he's no respecters of persons and I've seen it. He's no respecter of men. If he did it in me, if he's done it in people that I've seen, he's, he'll do it in you. And, and so know that, that God has resurrecting power. He's, he's resurrecting you as I speak. Girl, get up, child, arise, and, and, and get your spirit back. Do what, what, what God has called you to do. And I just felt this on my heart this week that, that someone needs to hear this, that, that something's happened that has put you in the grave. Or, like me, in my testimony, I had lived my whole life in the church. I had lived my life being... <coughs> Sorry. I had lived my life thinking I, I was alive, thinking I was a Christian, and, and yet I, I was dead until I was born. When I was born again, my spirit came back, and then I started getting busy. I, I, I got a renewed spirit behind me and a new fire to live life. I was dead before, and, and I, I got my spirit back, and I, and I went for it. And, and so whether you, the two, if you are just dead spiritually because you've never given your life to Jesus, give your life to Jesus and get the spirit in you to get up and, and start moving. And if, and if you, you have, but something happened, that's, that's put you in the grave, uh, a death in the family, a whatever it is, get up. This is the word. Please get up and, and get your spirit back. Get up, girl. Awaken the girl that was once dead inside of you. Women, we are so powerful. We were identified in the beginning as, as, as a helper. The Holy Spirit, when he was sent, was identified as the helper. 
but we're a spirit in, in every atmosphere that we walk into we change the atmosphere we we change the atmosphere uh, uh, of our home um i have a question if you you're asking how i give my life to jesus at the end of this i'm gonna do um i'll walk you through a salvation prayer pray it with me um actually we'll do it right now while you're still watching jason if you're still on here um if you never go for it and um i'm gonna give some time is it working now uh yes okay Perfect. We're back on the audio with uh, Facebook and YouTube. All right. So if you've felt spiritually dead because you've never given your life to Jesus, let's get you awake and out of the grave right now. I just want you to repeat this prayer up to me. Just open your hands, put your hands up, receive, let the Lord touch you, let the Holy Spirit touch you and just say, Father, I repent of my sin. I turn from my sin. I receive your forgiveness. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that he was raised again from the grave. I am a child of God. I turn from my old life. I am a son or daughter of the Most High King. My life is yours. In your name, amen. I'm so proud of you, Jason, for saying that. And if there was any more of you, congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. That's so cool. Um, so you're awakened. You're no longer dead. Amen. But for those of you who, who something's gone wrong and, and you've just, you've let go of that call on your life and, and you've walked away from it get up awaken that spirit man again grab out and reach the hand of jesus and and let him put put his spirit back into you and start doing what he's called you to do um yeah that's what i got so girl get yourself up and start moving oh I, that's where i was going that's where i was my train of thought we women we're powerful we have so much power and and just amazing things to us and that's the importance of knowing your identity is then you know what kind of authority you walk into you know that that you you shift the atmosphere that you walk into and and so you gotta know your identity because when you know that oh girl it wakens you up and when I grasped the hold of that, of who I was in Christ, and, and that I was a daughter of the Most High King, that the same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives inside of me, that, that I'm like, like I'm a Deborah, a, a Deborah who, who was a judge of a nation and got up and said, We're, my nation is being oppressed. Let's do something. Barak, you're the leader. Let's go. I'm, I'm sick of being oppressed. We need to start moving. That's how women were created, Ruth who served and obeyed and, and, and followed the, the voice of the Lord and recognized an anointing in Naomi and recognized provision and, and went with it. Uh, uh, um, an Esther who defied the king to save her people, people and, and, and rescued them all and became queen. Women, we are powerful. Mary, who carried the Messiah. And I 
I want you to know that, that, that you are powerful. And know that, please, because when you get that, when I got that, my, my life changed. I, I, I walk, started walking in authority and, and power, and I started to believe that, right? It's the difference, like I said before, moving from curiosity to faith. I could say, could I really be like an Esther who, who defies a king and yet saves her whole people and becomes queen? Can I be a Ruth who would uh, go somewhere without the promise of a husband and just serve and, and be at the lowest position with no recognition and just be a woman of character? Can I, can I be uh, a uh, Sarah who, who, you know, laughs when she says, Jesus says she'll be pregnant, but yet it, it is faithful and gives birth to Isaac? Can I? I can ask those questions. Could I be a Mary who carries the Messiah, the King of Kings? And, and could I? Or I could get to a place that says, I am that. I, that that's the woman I see in the Bible, and I'm that woman too. That's how God created women. That's that's stepping into faith. And then you start walking in that authority and that power, and it changes things. It, it brings increase. It brings Jesus. It's contagious. I love when I started when I when I grasped that, when I started walking and living life with those kind of women, it changed the way I live too. So girl, get up, get yourself around those women who know who they are. Put yourselves in environments where you can just grab the, the hand of Jesus and walk with him. He wants to just walk with you and, and be your friend. Do that and get up today. This, this is for you. You. It's for you. And, and you need to hear that today to get up and, and start moving because women, we are powerful. You are powerful. And, and you can bring big change. Um, by with what you were gifted with and, and the calls that have been put on your life. So do that today. Um, Father, I just thank you so much for this time. God, I thank you for how you created women. And I just pray right now that, that people, women would know that, that it would start to get to reveal to them of, of who they are, that, that the power, the character, the spirit, that the humility, the servitude, the uh, everything that you've created them uh, to be and to do. Father, I thank you that we are daughters of you. You claim us as yours. I just pray right now for the, for, for my sister who, who's, who feels dead, who's been told by the world that she's dead. I just declare right now full freedom from whatever, whatever bondage, whatever whatever's keeping her down, full freedom in the name of Jesus from that. Girl, get up. Sister, get up now, today. This is the time that, that you get to walk in authority. Father, I just pray freedom from, from fear. Spirit of fear be gone in the name of Jesus. Uh, spirit of insecurity be gone in the name of Jesus. I thank you for powerful women who are, who are going to start rising up and, and being, being amazing women who, who preach your gospel, that preach your word, that, that are amazing wives and, and even better mothers that raise up spiritual warriors of children that that go to war and battle for the kingdom of heaven father thank you that your kingdom is growing and, and, and i just pray for more i pray for increase i thank you for for my men and women listening and, and i just pray for, for godly men right now to to lead women their sisters in in who they were called to be 
uh, men who, who respect women when they walk in their authority, like a Barak and a, and a Deborah, that when Deborah rose up and, and said, Barak, we, we need to, I'll respect, you're the leader, but we need to move. And, and, and Barak says, okay, we'll go, but I'm going with, I want you to come with me. So I just pray for men that, that can see just mighty sisters uh, in Christ and encourage them in that and support them in that. And uh, that just starts stepping into their call and what they were created to be as well. Um, Father, I just pray right now, as I as I always do, what I'm passionate about for, for godly relationships, godly pursuit uh, of brothers and sisters in Christ um, and godly marriages, Lord, that we represent uh, you, Jesus, and your church uh, the way it should be. I love you, Father, in your name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for, for hopping on and listening. Uh, now is, is an opportunity to sow. And actually, it's been on my heart to share this testimony. And so um, I'm going to share this testimony of, of sowing and, and what it did. And I share this to, to encourage you guys that, that when, you, when the Lord puts it on your heart to, to give, do it. Um, you don't know what, what's behind the door or, or, or why he's telling you to sow that, um, but be obedient to that. And so a little testimony. Um, this was back in January. So for about a year, I had been praying for my family, uh, for baptism of the Holy Spirit, for, for a new fire, and specifically my younger brother. Uh, during COVID, we were home together, and we just got really close. And me and my brother, my youngest brother, have never had a good relationship growing up it was it was bad and through quarantine we were just home together and living at our parents and um we just connected and and I started to have really good conversations and I could my friends and I went out there for spring break the spring break two years ago right like COVID hit our school shut down the when we were at uh spring break and so we just we started preaching we were at uh, Grand Canyon University in Arizona and his life was like change and I could tell there was like a shift in his spiritual life and he started to get more passionate about Jesus so I just started praying like for like a year straight I was like Lord I, I want more what you did in my life I want it in his life and, and I just was praying and praying and praying well in January of um this past year oh my goodness yeah January of this past year um we had just gotten back from this really amazing conference in Florida and so when I was there, the last day, the Lord put it on my heart to give a specific amount of money to my brother. Or not to my brother, just give, to give it. And I was like, all right, like, cool. It was like the biggest seed that I had ever sown yet. So I was like pretty hesitant. And um, I just took some days to pray about it. Like I didn't, I, I already repented of this. I didn't give it right away because I was like, kind of, I was like, what in the world? Um, so I just started praying, Lord, where do you want me to give this? Where do you want me to give this seed? And the day we were driving home, he put my brother on my heart. And I was like, my brother, Lord, I want to sow into good ground. I want to sow into good soil, like ministries, people that are, people that are like growing the kingdom. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to keep praying. And I, I kept feeling my brother on my heart. And so I sat. Um, and so we get back and I do all my finances from the trip and everything like that. The amount that the Lord told me to give was all I had left. And I was like, like shocked, like shook to the core of just like, I had never been put in that position of it was everything that I had left and I had a week to go to my next paycheck and I was like Lord like gas and all these things right you start going through your head like how am I gonna get through the week how am I gonna get to work um 
but so I, I prayed that whole week I went to the bank I got it out in cash so I wouldn't spend it um and I just hung on to it for a whole week and was just praying and like shaking and Friday night I went and I gave it to my brother and as I as I drove away I just started bawling it, it broke me to the core um it, it was the biggest seed I had ever had to give and it, it, it was all I had left and yeah I just remember to go to coffee and that conversation I could tell where his life that week had just been shifted transformed and something was going on and uh he he wanted to break up with this girl he had been dating and uh yeah who who wasn't wasn't good and I could just tell it, it was it was hard on him but I didn't know how to approach it and then he wanted to start he kind of had like avoided coming to the the revival nights the things that we had put on and so I just kind of stopped inviting um and I felt this door open to invite him again and so the next day we we had um a night of worship and and a revival night and he comes and at that service he gives his life to Jesus and you know he's like me growing up in church I I, I thought he had you know given his life to Jesus but uh, my friend Cade did an altar call and he went up for prayer and gave his life to Jesus and I just remember bawling in the back completely broken and and then two weeks later um he gets the baptism of the holy spirit and it, it was a year of me praying and and then sowing a seed that i had no idea why i was giving it to my brother it didn't make sense it was the biggest seed and and what ended up happening was the lord did in his life what he did in mine and, and even greater my brother's surpassing me and, and what he's doing and and he's on fire for jesus and it's it's the biggest miracle I think I've seen in my life and the most touching I think the, mo the 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 biggest to my heart and so I, I share that testimony it was on my heart this week to share on a live just to show you uh, a little glimpse of, of what sowing seed sowing seed does it, it, it's for it's for obedience it's showing Lord all that I have is yours and and I don't give out of expectation for anything but then I, you do it and you you see what the Lord does and it's that that biblical principle of sowing and reaping and, and you sow you plant and, and the Lord brings the harvest and so yeah we're gonna we're gonna enter into a time of letting you guys give and asking Holy Spirit what he would have you give um have it ask what what if he would have you partner with, with living loved and what we're doing guys we have some really big exciting things coming i i can't wait for them and uh and and it's yeah some of the biggest things that we've done and so we want you guys to be a part of it and, and to see and to help us grow the kingdom of god um so if you'd throw up the options youtube and facebook the options to give are going to come up on the screen now and for those on instagram you can just listen um and so the first way is to go to our website, which is wearelivinglove.org forward slash give dash now dash one. So for those on Instagram, just go to wearelivinglove.org and there's a there's a uh, place to give on there. You can go ahead and do that. Um, you can also give through Cash App. Our Cash App is dollar sign we are living loved. You can give through PayPal at we are living loved, and you can text to give. So text the amount you want to give to 855-760-2241. 855-760. Leave me the screen. I disappeared. That's okay. 855-760-2241. Those are the ways to give. And I, and I just ask you to be obedient. Be obedient to it, it, uh, the Holy Spirit telling you to give. 
Um, so I, and I thank you in advance. I appreciate it, guys. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm happy you guys are, are listening. If you stayed through to the end, if you watched this whole thing, you guys are the real ones. I love you. Um, yeah, uh, love you. If you were touched by this, um, I encourage you and I ask you to share it. Share it, tag us in it, tag me personally in it. Um, get it out to people to hear. Get, get these living love, all, okay, Josh, uh, Steve, and Taylor, they give such powerful words. Share the messages, like them, tag us. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, have a great week, and I'll see you next week for another episode of Women Wednesdays.